You are listening to the Passion City Church podcast. To learn more about Passion City Church, including our gathering times in Atlanta and Washington, D.C., visit us online at passioncitychurch.com. Today's talk comes from Pastor Louis Giglio. I love that we use the imagery today of a rocket going to the moon, and I know that that's a difficult hurdle for some of you who came today because you do believe in Jesus, but you don't believe that we've gone to the moon, and so (laughs) that's problematic, but we're going to continue to celebrate the fact that we did go to the moon at our house and also proclaim the gospel of Jesus. To get to the moon or to get the first flight off the ground, the the Wright brothers and the rocketeers of earlier days had to fight against Newton's law of gravity. They had to fight against this formula. Uh, Anybody who knows physics would grab onto it right away. Newton's law of gravity had to be overcome if we were gonna experience what we just witnessed or if we were gonna get on an airplane and fly from here to another city. And one of the early inventors of the rocket, one of the pioneers of rocket launching, Werner von Braun, he said this, he said, it's the rocket. The rocket will free man from his remaining chains, the chains of gravity, which still tie him to this planet. The rocket will open him up to the gates of heaven. That's vision. That's somebody who's thinking above and beyond. Now, he may have overstated the heaven part just a little bit, but the general consensus is that we have been able to step out into a broader sphere, and we have been able to go into the heavens because someone said we're going to overcome this law that man for centuries has not been able to overcome. It's a real law. We all deal with it every single day. It's a part of our lives and a part of our story. But mankind together has figured out how to overcome the law of gravity. But there's one law that mankind cannot overcome. And that's the law of sin and death. And this is the heart of above and beyond Sunday and above and beyond thinking and the above and beyond gospel that we're proclaiming today. There was something man couldn't do. Yes, we could build a rocket. Yes, we could go to the moon. Yes, we could build an airplane. Yes, we can fly over oceans, but we cannot overcome the law of sin and death. And that's a problem because that also is a real law. And all of us are living in that law. Paul wrote it this way in Romans 7. He said, so I find this law at work. When I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work in the members of my body, waging war against the law in my mind and making me a prisoner to the law of sin at work within my members. Anybody uh, operating inside of this law? Anybody know the reality and the power of that law? And he comes to this conclusion, and he's not trying to put himself down or, or, or not recognize that he's made in the image of God. He just realizes he's in a predicament, and he says, what a wretched man I am. And then he asks the question, who will rescue me from this body 
of death. But then he already knows the answer because he's proclaiming the gospel in this letter to the Romans. And he says, thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord, exclamation point. And then he opens the next chapter, chapter eight, with these words. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Why? Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. This is the above and beyond that we're proclaiming today. And if you can't clap for that, by the way, you're going to miss everything today. This is the above and beyond. This spiritual law of sin and the spiritual law of death, which we cannot overcome with all of our collected humanity, has been overcome by one named Jesus who took our sin and shame and gave us the gift of resurrection life to everyone who has put faith in him. He is catapulting us above and beyond into a brand new eternal story. This talk today could be titled, we're not sure what we're going to call it yet, From Soil to Significance. Or it might be titled at the end of the day, From Dirt to Destiny. And we've seen God move some dirt and we've seen God change some soil in our story. Back in 2009, just to give you a really quick flyover, we opened our doors to the public for the very first time. And we were meeting at the Tabernacle, very first time, downtown Atlanta, Georgia, Passion City Church is open. It was a stunning and amazing day and an amazing start. At some point in time, uh, we decided we would go north a little bit to where our friends are at Cumberland right now. And so notice the date on August 14th, hello, 2016, we had our very first gathering at the Waverly Hotel. And that was the beginning of the miracle at Cumberland, but the miracle at Cumberland actually is now uh, visible. Uh, Faith is now sight and there are people worshiping today in the miracle at Cumberland. I was just there earlier standing and preaching in the miracle at Cumberland. A few years later, Ben and Donna came to Atlanta and then left us to the nation's capital to plant a new location of Passion City Church. Starting on April 1st, 2018, Passion City Church is now in our nation's capital. So we've got 515, the Limburg area where we eventually settled at the beginning. Then we've got Cumberland. Now we have DC, but you know, we're kind of thinking life is good at Passion City Church. And in 2020, the entire world shuts down. And you're thinking, oh man, this is going to be really bad for Passion City Church. We're going to probably go backwards here. But <clears throat> when the world shut down, we were able to go online for the very first time ever as Passion City Church with our gatherings in real time. And so now it's not just Atlanta and D.C. Now towns and cities all over planet Earth are coming to Passion City Church via technology. They are in church online. Like a lot of you are in church right now from some town, some city, somewhere on planet earth. Welcome to Passion City Church. And you say, well, what was the result of all that? Well, we went back and tallied it all up. And since we went online in March of 2020, five and a half million people have been in church at Passion City Church through one of our online gatherings. And so we, we, we exponentially saw a massive increase in a very difficult season for 
everyone on planet Earth. And in the middle of the pandemic, we put a stake in the ground south of Atlanta and said, we're going to trust God for a new location. And so Trillith now has come online September of last year, meeting monthly, and now Easter of this year, meeting weekly. So Passion City Church is moving out again. And you say, well, it's above and beyond Sunday. So I'm hoping you're going to announce our new location right now. Or some of you are door holders going, oh, no, please, please don't announce a, a, a new location. <laughs> we're, we're doing just fine with the four that we got right now. Let's take a, a, a deep breath and then we'll announce one later. Well, uh, today, let's just see what's about to happen with our new location. Get ready. Whew. Oh, no, no, not there. No, 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 no. Oh, Wow. Is that inspiring? Would you like to give to a question mark today? Because in that question mark right now, uh, we've got a team of people working on putting a stake in the ground in another city. And we're not far enough along to uh, talk about that uh, publicly just yet, but we will be in the very near future. And we're taking some baby steps in this city, not ready to fling our doors open wide yet, but it's very likely that by the time we're here again next year, that there will be a significant uh, step in another city. And today, as we give, we're giving to the future that God is building in a place that, that you might not even know where that is today, but God is at work. That's the heart of what's happening in our house today. We're giving into the plans of God that we don't all fully know what the plans of God are, but we're getting an opportunity to invest with him, knowing that he is doing more than we could even imagine. Let's talk about um, the town at Trillith just for a moment. Um, if you didn't know, and I know we've said Trillith, 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 and some of you have actually gone down and put your eyeballs on Trillith. Some of you are like, it's outside the perimeter. I'll never see it. Others of you are, it's in Fayette County. I don't, I don't go to Fayette County, so what do I care? You need to care because this is our house and this is what we are investing in. And it is incredible what God is doing there. I want you to see a little bit more of it today. If you haven't been there, incredible. Um, the town at Trillith is 18 minutes south of the Atlanta airport. Airport. And it's across the street from Trillis Studios, the largest movie making studio in America. And Trillis Town, just if we do a little flyover here, just to give you a visual, these homes are being built. Um, you, you're going to see just as the shot widens a little bit, uh, hotels being built over there to the left. Uh, this is the main part of town uh, in between those two larger buildings is Main Street, shops and restaurants. Uh, there's a uh, we work space there, Rome, excuse me, I called by the wrong name, but a community working space there. Um, there is a studio that we are actually meeting in for Passion City Church. That's our location in that studio every single Sunday. But the thing I want you to know about Trillith is in the 20 minute radius of the town at Trillith live 1.1 million people. And based on research, 700,000 of them do not currently attend church. 700,000 people within a 20-mile radius of this new location of our church 
And I'm just thinking on the low side. Let's just say 1% of them find Jesus, find Passion City Church, want to be a part of our family, want to grow together and serve the city together with us. Just 1% of the people in a 20-mile radius means there's 7,000 people showing up at Passion City Church at Trillith on a Sunday. This is the kind of potential that is at this new location, but there's some really amazing news happening there. On the flyover, you see the open space. And in that open space, which is just adjacent to where we're meeting right now, something really incredible is happening. Uh, This fall, uh, Trillith Development is breaking ground on a first in-class entertainment complex on that seven acres. Here's a rendering of what it's gonna look like, but I want you to see a little schematic of the whole layout of what's being built there. It, um, you see this beautiful atrium area, an office building down on the left corner, a parking deck, two live audience studios up there to the top, movie theater in the middle left, and then to the right, um, as you come in this huge atrium and see the beauty of this new facility, um, to the right of all of this is also pretty exciting because they're building an 1,800-seat auditorium slash venue that's modeled after a venue that we've recently been in in Austin, Texas. And the lead tenant on this new auditorium is Passion City Church. Oh, I know we're all the way up here at 515 in Cumberland, but that's pretty great news. I heard that uh, from this point on, there's just a big standing ovation at Trilla today. Wouldn't that be thrilling to be sitting there and then seeing for the very first time what is going to come out of the ground across the street from where you're worshiping? And the cool thing is, yes, we'll be the lead tenant in this space every Sunday. This space is dedicated to us. Also, uh, different days during the year for things like the Grove or a Fight Night or the Rising for middle and high school students. But below this, if you go down the Grand Stairway, over 60,000 square feet is being dedicated fully to Passion City Church for kids in bloom, Passion Kids, middle school gatherings, auxiliary spaces. And soil and dirt is becoming significance and destiny. And it's starting in just a few months from now. And a lot of the details of this are still being fleshed out. And we'll be back to you in, in not too far ahead to let you know how we are going to all together be a part of seeing this become a reality. But how fantastic that God is moving on our behalf. We're praying the same thing will happen in D.C. because we need a permanent location that we can call our own and be stakeholders in in D.C. And so some of the money that you give today is going to go towards Trillith Fund. Some of the money you give today is going to go toward the D.C. Future Fund so that when the right opportunity arises there, and trust me, we're looking for an opportunity there every single day that we'll be able to move in that direction. Why? Because God opened our hearts into the above and beyond, and we already believed God by giving it in faith for what we couldn't see just yet. God is doing amazing things at Passion City Church, but the best part of today is that God is going to use all of us to touch the lives of people all around the world. 
Some of every dollar that you give today is going to go to these partners, Global, Atlanta, and DC. And these partner agencies and organizations are going to touch the lives of people that you and I could never personally touch. And so we're going to be able to be a massive blessing. We want to see millions of dollars go through our house to these partners and to other people's houses as God is using them in a strategic way. And that's what moves me so much. Shelly and I have prayed over our gift. And it's so thrilling to know that some of this gift is going to go to all of those partner organizations to touch the lives of people. I was having a conversation between gatherings today with someone connected to one of these organizations that was telling a, a handful of us about an unprecedented door that is open to them in the Middle East. Something that can't even fully be talked about, but something that has never been seen before, an opportunity that's never been seen before. And so we can't even fully discuss what God is doing, but because of the partnerships that we have, we know that God is doing something. And so you're going to give into something today with every dollar you give. A part of it is going to an unprecedented move of God in the Middle East that you don't even know about. And when you get to heaven and the story is told of what happened in this place in the Middle East, you will realize that you are in that story that you didn't even know about. That is the beauty of the kingdom of God. And that is the power. That's the power of the above and beyond. And if you're thinking, man, I, I, I don't know, these, these days of giving, I, I don't know if I can really get on board. Today's really not about the giving. There is going to be an opportunity for us to be generous. But today is not really all about the giving. It's definitely not all about money. It's mostly about the heart. And it's about God inviting you to join him where he perpetually resides. And that is in the above and the beyond. And if you've put your faith in Jesus, you have been catapulted into a new realm with God. That's what Paul said in Colossians chapter three. And we're gonna pull it up for you. He's writing to remind us what happened to us when we put our faith in Jesus. And if you, if you wanna just think for a minute with me about above and beyond. This text is what that is all about. He reminds us, he says, since then you have been raised with Christ. Do you see how powerful that is? That's a rocket taking us out of the law of sin and death, overcoming the power of sin and death and taking us into a, a new realm with God. We've been raised with Christ. When he was raised, we were raised. So he says, set your hearts that's the key word we're talking about here, on things above. There's our above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. In other words, elevate your, your thinking to where Christ is. Elevate your thinking to what Christ has. Elevate your thinking to the position Christ is in because you've been raised with him. And then he says, not only your hearts, but set your minds. So this is a thinking and a heart decision. Set your minds on things above. He's calling us to the above. He's calling us higher. Not, this is key, on earthly things. Great. So many people's heart 
and mine are totally set on earthly things. But he said, but you have been raised with Christ and Christ is seated at the right hand of God. So you're on a new trajectory. You're on a new path. What path are you on? You're on the path of Jesus, not on the path of you. For you died. That doesn't mean that you physically died. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It says that when when you were raised up from death into eternal life by the power of Almighty God, you realize it's no longer about you. It's about the one who brought you to everlasting life. It's no longer my story. It's his story. It's no longer me making much of me. It's me making much of the one who has given me grace and mercy and everlasting life. So you died. Your story, that's not the story you want to live. Your life is now hidden with Christ in God. That's where you are. By faith in Christ, that's where you are right now. You are hidden with Christ in God. And let's talk about Christ for a moment. When Christ, who is your life, don't you like that? Not just your savior, not just a bailout plan, not just a, 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 you know, somebody to kind of call on when you need a hand. He is our life. He's our Monday. He's our Friday. He's our every day. He's our life. And he's coming. When he appears, he's coming back, by the way, people. And when he appears, when he becomes visible again to the eye and to the, to the world, then you also... Hello? You too will appear with him in what? In glory. When he reaches his visible zenith, returning in full glory, guess where you'll be? You'll be in the glory with him. You talk about above and beyond. We in Christ are on a trajectory to the most above and the most beyond moment that's ever going to happen on planet Earth. When he returns, we will return and appear with him in glory. That's what he's calling you to today. Not just calling you to say, hey, will you jump in here with us as we try to help partners and try to expand the reach of the kingdom of God? No, he's saying, will you jump in today and and will you join me where I am? Will you join me in the above and beyond uh, in in your thinking and in your attitudes and your purposes and your contribution to humanity and your sacrifice, your legacy, your faith and your attitude, altitude and your orbit? I'm calling you into the above and beyond. I'm calling you to have above and beyond thinking, above and beyond attitude, above and beyond purposes, above and beyond view of what your life can be, above and beyond reach and impact and influence in the world. The the power of sin and death is pulling you down. It's pulling you earthward. It's pulling you inward. And it's trying to diminish your influence in the world around you in the kingdom of God. But God is saying, you've been catapulted out of that. Lift your thinking and lift your heart into more. We're above and beyond people. We're the sons and daughters of the above and beyond. And we're seated there with Christ right now at the right hand of God. So how how do you set your heart? 
You set your heart by moving your treasure. Jesus said where your treasure is, that's where your heart's going to be. And a lot of us are going, man, I'm just trying to get my heart into the above. I'm trying to get my attitude, my thinking into the above. I'm trying to, I'm trying to move stuff that's kind of intangible into the above. And I'm not really sure how that, how that works. I'll tell you how it works. The intangible moves when the tangible moves. So when I invest my tangible resources into God's purposes and plan, guess what? The intangible of my heart, my emotions, and my attitude and my aptitude all go with it because where your treasure is, that's where your heart is also. And so today you have an opportunity to position your heart in the above and beyond by positioning your resources in the above and beyond and putting them in the hands of God. And it's not about how much you have. I loved it last year in the above and beyond season um, between the weekend of above and beyond, the, the few weeks that followed before Sabbath break and then all the way up to the end of June because people kept giving. And some of you may do that. You may not be ready to give today, but you may know that you can give on September the 10th or October the 3rd, or you can give five times before the end of the year and you see how that is playing out. But by the end of June, when we cut off that above and beyond season, almost $5 million was given into the above and beyond through this house. Think about that. And you know what the, one of the most beautiful things about it? There was no big hitter in there. Nobody hit a grand slam in terms of a lot of zeros. It was a lot of us obeying God and the cumulative power of being rich toward God. It says in Acts 4 that Barnabas sold a field. Actually described him fully. It said Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus, who, whom the apostle called Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. God really wanted to identify this guy. He said he sold a field he owned and he brought the money and put it at the apostle's feet. You're like, but I don't have a field and I don't really have anything that's going to move the needle for any of these partners. And I don't really know if it matters if I am a part of above and beyond or not. Well, Jesus told a different story in Mark 12. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a few cents. But it wasn't a little gift. Calling his disciples, Jesus said, truly I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They all gave out of their wealth, but she out of her poverty put in everything, all she had to live on. For one, he sold a field, maybe he had five fields, I don't know. Brought the money into the house of God and said, I wanna see this money multiplied for the kingdom. This widow put all she had in. Believing God would not leave her hanging, but would bless the promise that where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. And both of them knew the exponential multiplying power of God. And I want you to see that today. Shelly and I love that about this opportunity. We're not just giving an amount. 
We're giving an amount to a multiplier. We're giving an amount to a miracle worker. And who knows how much he will turn this into. If we started with two foot cone and we just doubled it 10 times, I want you to see this because this is gonna show you what God's about to do with whatever you put in his hands. We just multiply it 10 times. Some of you are really good at math and physics and stuff and you already recognize the uh, Newton's law of gravity. But for a lot of us, it takes a minute to see it. We're gonna multiply it. We're gonna double it 10 times. So that's easy to d- d- do it along with me. I think most of us can, can get the first ones anyway. First time it's gonna be, it's two feet now. When we double it, it's gonna be four feet. <laughs> and then we double it again, it's gonna be eight feet. Then we double it again, 16. Ha- we're halfway there, it's 32 feet high. That cone's 32 feet high, just five times double. You say, well, how high is that? High is that ceiling right there? I'm like, well, that ain't all that great. Cumberland, you're a little higher in your ceiling. But we got five times to go. So what's next? 64, what's next? I like all the confident math people here. Other people are like, I, 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 I don't know. 256, 512, the 10th time, 1,024 feet. You're like, that's cool. No, it's amazing. It's one foot taller than the tallest building in Atlanta, the Bank of America Plaza. Just double that little guy 10 times. And it's one foot taller than the tallest building in our city. And you don't think if we trust God with what he is inviting us to trust him with today, that we're not gonna see unbelievable stunning multiplication from God. So it doesn't matter if it's two small coins or if it's a field somebody sold, what matters is going into the hands of a multiplier and he is gonna use it everywhere on planet earth. He's gonna partially fund an unprecedented opportunity in the Middle East. People are gonna hear about Jesus in a place where it's possible that no one in their family history has ever heard the gospel. Because God's a multiplier and he's gonna do that today. And then at the end of the day, he's gonna give us a reward in heaven that is above and beyond. Jesus said, nobody on this earth has given up anything that isn't gonna get it back a hundred times. He said, you sell a field, you're gonna get it back a hundred times. You sell a house, you're gonna get it back a hundred times. You have a loss of a relationship and a family, you're gonna get it back a hundred times. Whatever you give up for the gospel, you're getting it back a hundred times over and you're getting eternity. So congratulations, Barnabas is getting his field back. And can you imagine the interest that's being earned on those two copper coins in the kingdom of God and what that widow is walking into in eternity. Not only is she being applauded by heaven and her life being an example that's impacted every generation since. Why? Because whether it's a field or the smallest gift given this above and beyond season, Jesus sees it. Heaven notices it and God Almighty multiplies it. 
in ways that we couldn't even imagine. Don't you want to be a part of that? So the opportunity today is to say, God, here's me. And for somebody today to, to tell him, I, he already knows, but for you to say it out loud, I'm stuck in the here and the below. And I need to get on board with what you've already done for me in Christ. And I need to get up into the above and the beyond. I'm fixated on the here and the below. My thinking, my attitude, my posture, my influence, my level of commitment and sacrifice. When I hear about Mike Noble showing up as a door holder while in treatment, it makes me check my heart a little bit and go, why am I complaining so much about the opportunity I have to play a role in the kingdom of God? I, had a, I need a lift, God. I need, I, need a, a, I need a rocket. I need out of the below and out of the here. I need a lift out of the pit, out of the darkness, out of the gloom, out of the malaise. I need a lift. I need a wake up and a lift up. I, I need the power of resurrection in my life and in my thinking. The law of sin and death is, is pulling. I need a revelation that I'm connected to a new story. And it is an above and beyond an exponential story. Or maybe it is that plus, God, here's my gift. Here's what I bring or here's what we bring today. And we bring it, um, some of us with trepidation. I guarantee you there is a single mom in this house today and you have prayed and trusted God and believed and you've brought a gift today and it is a sacrifice. And we bring a field a coin, and we say, God, I'm, I'm believing. A, you're not gonna leave me hanging. And B, I'm believing you're gonna multiply this in and through me, and I'm gonna see the above, and I'm gonna see the beyond. I believe that there's more coming back than is going out because that's the kind of God that you are. I'm believing for the immeasurably more in my life and in the lives of others. I trust you, God. If you were encouraged by today's talk, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you stream your podcasts. To experience other talks, videos, and live gatherings, visit us online at passioncitychurch.com or download the Passion Movement app. And again, thanks for listening to the Passion City Church podcast.